Welcome to a message by Highway Christian Community. Highway Christian Community is a church in Pinetown pastored by Steve and Janet Wheeler, whose vision is to make disciples. You can visit their website at www.highway.org.za. We hope that today's message enlightens the eyes of your heart to know the goodness of God and awakens you to live your God-given purpose. Enjoy. Well, good morning and welcome to our Christmas morning service. We would have loved to have had you here physically with us, but we're not socially distanced, we're only physically distanced. So come enjoy this half an hour service with us this morning as we share a message around what Christmas uh, entails and what its blessing it holds out for this coming year. God bless you and enjoy the the meeting and as a leadership team here at Highway we want to greet you a Merry Christmas. Merry, 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 Merry and blessed and prosperous. Amen. 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 Well folk, welcome to our morning service. Christmases do come around very quickly. When you blink again they're here. And so much happened around the nativity of Jesus Christ. We see heralding angels. We feel and sympathize with some of Joseph's anxiety and all that went around the story. This morning, what I'm wanting to hone in on are the shepherds. What was going on in the life of these shepherds? As the scripture says, they tended their sheep and we often just glamorize them in the pictures and the nativity uh, photos we see uh, all over the shopping centers. But what and who were these shepherds and how significant was their role in the time of Jesus? So first of all, let me just introduce you to them that being a shepherd was once a very honorable occupation. During the time of the, what we call the patriarchs, which was Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Shepherding were a nomadic group. They would travel around the countryside and stop at night, set up their tents, and make sure the sheep were together and safe. After Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Joseph gets sold into Egypt, and the Egyptian culture didn't hold shepherding in the same esteem as the Jewish culture. In fact, Egypt was far more agrarian. It was an agricultural society that placed a lot of prominence on architecture, the sciences, uh, uh, languages, and, and um, arithmetic philosophy. And it wasn't long th that the Jewish concept of shepherding was, was subjugated into a very low class, low, uh, below blue collar uh, work level. They were the gypsies of the day. The, they were sneered at and, and they were considered thieves and, and they were dirty by virtue of the fact that they were travelers and would wear the same clothes. And, and some of the historians of the day would say you could smell them traveling in from miles away. 
So they had a, a low-class reputation. And this reputation went with them even after the Exodus, when Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt into their homeland. The Israelites got territories and, and farming became far more respectable as an occupation than as traveling shepherds were. So by the time of Jesus, shepherds were not seen in the same light as what we maybe think an honorable job, but they were the low class and they'd forfeited their social acceptability. And even some of the historians over that time wrote and said that shepherds were notorious as being thieves and uh, being uncomely, being lawbreakers. And this was the reputation. Maybe some of that reputation was earned. Some of it was maybe unfair as well. So let's put that in the context. So everything has a context. Everything in life, there are perspectives involved. How we see things. For example, if you go on a caravanning holiday in a really nice caravan, you're in a context of caravanners and it's acceptable and even admired and envied. But if the following week you were to arrive at work in your caravan and put your caravan in the park across the way from your work and live out of your caravan into the office, the perspective changes. Nothing's really changed, but the cultural acceptance, the cultural uh, view has changed. And that's what had happened at the time of Jesus. It's notwithstanding and it's unsurprising and significant that the Father God chose these kind of people to be the first to witness the angelic announcement of Christ being born. They were in the vicinity, just another day in their lives under the stars when they had this angelic experience. They were the first to hear. They were then the first to actually go and see what had happened around Bethlehem. And it's remarkable to me that God finds pleasure in choosing the people we would consider at the bottom of the socioeconomic ladder. That God chose the foolish of this world. God chose the despised of this world. And it was to them the privilege came that they saw this angelic choir manifestation that they could hardly put into words. All they knew is they had to get down and see what was happening. We also know of the, the three, we call them the three wise men. Uh, they never called themselves that, but, but traders passed through following a, a seasonal star and the star shone its light over Bethlehem's stable where Jesus was. And the shepherds arrived there to the awe and the splendor of what would have been the very first sounds of the cries of baby Jesus. I mean, that for me is just remarkable, that God is not a respecter of people. It wasn't to 
the religious that he first announced this good news. It wasn't in the temple to the Pharisees and Sadducees and in the holiest of holies in the temple that he chose to reveal Emmanuel, Christ, God in the flesh. But it was in the humble surroundings and a very ordinary setting where shepherds would tend their sheep and follow. So I want to introduce to you a short video clip in a moment. We use it with um, credit to the Chosen series. It's a free download series capturing moments of Jesus in a very unique way. And they did an outstanding presentation on the shepherds arriving at Jesus' birthplace. And I want you to take all the ideas you have of who the shepherds were and just for a moment step into their shoes and imagine yourself doing what your fathers had done and their fathers before them. Nothing different. You just got up one morning, went about your daily work as you were traveling through the countryside as nomadic shepherders. This night you chose a place where you felt it was safe to sit down, have your meal, and in this moment, something transformational happens. So I want you to watch this nine-minute presentation, and then I'll be back to pray with you.
behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And shall call his name Emmanuel. We must tell someone. We must tell everyone. We must tell everyone. Everyone. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've waited for this for so long. So long. He's on. He's on. He's on. He's on. Oh, it's okay. shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. 
to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. I told you not to come back here. So where is it? Have you found a spotless lamb for sacrifice? Wasn't that the most remarkable, heart-touching, portrayal of what those moments around the birth of Jesus meant to these shepherds. Shepherds that were despised. Shepherds whose self-image had been completely deteriorated by the society around them. Who had been forced into small little communities of acceptance as they came into that scene. And I want to ask you, my friend, maybe in watching this video this morning, in thinking about the shepherds afresh, you sometimes feel marginalized. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're one of the religious elite. But in this moment, you realize that God chose a moment in time and put the right people at the right place that would become the first to be impacted with the reality that Messiah has been born. I want to invite you to, to join with them and the countless millions who have taken this message with that same spirit of, I've just got to tell somebody. They need to know about this. People need to hear it. People need to know. This is a powerful message. It's a powerful gospel. May I pray with you this Christmas morning. Lord, right now, I want to give you thanks. Emmanuel, God in the flesh, deity, that you invaded our planet to bring about the good news message that a kingdom has come. And that kingdom is the kingdom of our God. It's the kingdom that we seek. And it's a kingdom full of righteousness, peace, and joy. It's a kingdom of power. And I pray for the viewers this morning. I pray for us in the service here this Friday morning that this message will be more than just a nostalgic looking back on an historical event, but much more than that, a message to be proclaimed. A kingdom to be experienced to the glory of your name. There's a song playing in the background right now. And I want you just to enjoy it and just 
see the conclusion of it, of a group here at Highway who went out into the community to invite people to join in a carol service where many from the community came and joined us. So enjoy the song, enjoy Christmas. God bless you. See you soon. Cry.